What's up everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Retro Encounter. As always, I am Josh Curry. With me is Mike Solosi. Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> awesome. And Chris Gabar. Oh, you made me do it! That's so unfortunate! <laughs> yeah, that's why. I, I thought Mike could at least be professional, but apparently... No. <laughs> we're, we're throwing out what semblance of professionalism we used to have on this podcast. We sometimes show. There wasn't yeah, for... much to throw out. <laughs> No, no, this is... Yeah, we're going to get a little bit explicit. Yes, so... This time. <laughs> traditionally, we try very hard not to swear. We try to not be vulgar. Mm. Um, we had a conversation before we recorded this and decided because of the source material, kind of comes part <laughs> and parcel with it. Um, so with that, we're going to talk about South Park, The Stick of Truth. And if you have small children around you, or your parents. And I, I, then I'm sorry already. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. We already messed that up. I should have put the disclaimer in before I introduced you. I apologize. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna be a little fun today. It's gonna, be, an, it's it, gonna be a good little jaunt. Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> choice of adjective there. It's gonna be a nice little journey, sojourn into the town of South Park, Colorado. <laughs> Join us today as we take our first steps. Sorry, I you, know, you know there is a you know I've actually been to the town of South Park, Colorado. I know my friends from there. Yeah, no, it well um I ha I have an aunt and uncle that live in Boulder, you know where the the university is, and mm -hmm. South Park is a, is just a tiny cute little suburb next to Boulder, and I I I, I read this a while ago, but um, Trey Trey Parker, one of the creators of South Park, is also from Boulder, and when he was a kid, like they the, all the kids used to think that the, all the weirdos lived in South Park. So and and just that idea from when he was a small child is why he decided to make this show make the show about South Park. That's super messed <laughs> up, but I love it. Yeah. If it wasn't for that Christmas special, we would not have a lot of laughter. That's right. Yeah, it was the uh, the Santa versus Jesus thing. Yeah. Like a digital Christmas card from the mid '90s. I didn't yeah, see that. I didn't VHS see that. tape that got passed around Hollywood. If it got them a career. Right. I didn't see that until the show was several seasons in, but it's, oh, yeah, same it's here. pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, does that, has everyone here? Are we all fans of the show? Do we all watch the show? I wasn't when I was a kid. Um, mm -hmm. I'm young enough that when it was out, my mom was like, "Oh no, that's terrible! It's gonna yeah, rot your to mind." Um, so I missed the kind of beginning. I, I sadly, I think my first episode I ever saw of it was the World of Warcraft one. Sadly, it's Ow. a fantastic episode. That's, well, it's that's just still, it, that's like that's like after the show had been out for over ten years. Yeah, that, that, yes, that's what I more mean by sadly is it, it was just so late. It was a great first episode because it, it was so relatable, <laughs> it was so easy to understand. It was well, really well done. Um, but that was kind of like my first go into it. Um, the end of the world, of Warcraft. <laughs> and so, and then I kind of I toyed with it, but not. I wasn't like a huge fan. Just like casually enjoyed it. Um, and it wasn't until, like, three years ago? Four years ago now? Uh, so the more recent stuff, and that's where I was like, mm -hmm. this, this is unbelievably fantastic. Um, getting involved in Coon and Friends and all that type of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where I've, like, slowly been going back and watching all the original stuff. So, kind of similar. My parents didn't really like all the swearing, but my older siblings would every once in a while, you know let me sneak episodes that were recorded on VHS. And I remember watching the Chimpokomon episode for the first time. 
and having my mind blown by how funny and perfect it was. Especially with all the goofy ads that they uh, parody in the middle. I'm thinking of every crappy 90s toy. (laughs) (laughs) That episode, I thought, was the single funniest thing. And I was so desperate for any time I could watch the show. And then when the movie came out, I saw it at a friend's place. And I still think it's one of the funniest films, period. And I love it desperately. And I've actually attended many parties where it's just people singing along to that movie and, and, and you know, doing debaucherous things. Super fun. Happy times. I love, I love South Park. And this game is just the most perfect encapsulation of fandom and video game mechanics. I just love it. It's great. The show is hilarious. South, South Park is really special. I mean, I, and I, w- I went to college when South Park was in its, like, you know, 8th to 11th seasons yeah. or thereabouts. So I... Like it, it was like a tradition. Everyone in the because my uh, my suite had the best, <clears throat> excuse me, had the biggest TV in the hall. We would have like twenty dudes from the hall all come into into our room at you know on Wednesdays at uh, mm-hmm. nine at nine thirty, and we would all watch it together. Multiple yeah. dudes had between everyone there. We had every previous season on DVD, oh, uh, so uh, so I definitely watched all. Most, if not all, of the first twelve seasons over my years in college, but um, before then, I definitely remember, um, like, I, I would see them on sleepovers and stuff because I'm, I'm, I think I'm a few years older than you guys. But uh, it, South Park came out when I was in elementary school, and yeah. it was something I was not supposed to watch, but mm-hmm. I did watch it with my friends on on occasion. I, I think the first episode I saw was the Pink Eye episode, where. <laughs> Where like there, there's like some where pink eyes turning people into into ravenous zombies, and I, I remember thinking this, and it, it's not maybe a great episode. No, it's just and it's I, fun, right? Yeah, but I, I I didn't totally understand it, but you know I would watch more and more of it over the years, realize, you know the parody elements of the show and and how good it really was, and by the time I was in high school and college, it was my favorite cartoon probably. Because mm-hmm. because I mean, what was the competition in college? Family Guy. It's like South Park demolishes Family Guy, but it's yeah, it's a fucking hilarious cartoon. And this game, um, I my expectations were fairly high going in because I know I know it was like uh, the, it had a reputation for uh, if you like the show, you'll like the game um, sort of situ- thing. And mm-hmm. so my expe- and I like the show, of course, even though I haven't I'm, I haven't seen much of the past three or four years. Uh, even but whenever I do I, whenever I do see it, I still like it. Yeah. Um. So uh, my expectations were fairly high, but I was just blown away by this game. It is it is so funny and so true to the spirit of the show. And uh, I like if you're in the it's center, shockingly funny. Yeah. If you're it's in surprising. That, if you're in the center of the Venn diagram of South Park fans and RPG fans, this is an absolute must play game. Oh, it, like agreed. it is it is so good. I uh, I got to where we agreed to have a stopping point, and then I like I couldn't stop. I did a few side quest things after that because I just I didn't want to stop playing it. <laughs> it's been it's been it's been I've had to exercise some self control not playing this over the past five or six days since I I got pretty early to the stopping point pretty early. Yeah, uh, it, it. Oh, sorry, Josh. Go. I, I think it's been the most easily played through game of any of the games we've played. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, like definitely, it's kind of hard because like gone, we've played Gone Home, which it's so short. You kind of 
get dragged through it. You know, if you don't like, don't want to play through it, it's over all of a sudden. Yeah, um, I go. Yeah, how did that happen? Um, <laughs> but anything that's more than a couple hours of the games that we've covered, I feel like this just like it smoothly just moves along. It's so enjoyable. Like it's it's it is hilarious. It has um, a very gentle curve in terms of you, you don't really need to grind. Maybe for some side bosses and quests, you might be a little underleveled. But other than that, the game does a very good job of keeping the pace moving. And so it it does almost that TV thing, or TV, when TV shows are really like super super smart, where they like put the credits on the side and they just start the next episode. You're like, oh, I'm not, I'm stuck in this episode now. Yeah. And that's kind of like how the the missions or like the quests go is like, well, I just finished this, but by having this conversation, it immediately, immediately starts in something else. And it's like, well, now I have to see this through. And you just like yeah. all of a sudden get dragged across. And it's like I was going to play one or two <laughs> missions, and I just finished a whole day. It's like, suddenly it's three in the morning. Happened? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, it's it's not a very long game. So that uh, so I mean, it, I think it took me maybe ten or eleven hours to finish the first two days. Oh, we should mention the game is uh, divided into three days of story. Yes, right? and we played yeah. through the end of the second day. Correct. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's it took me maybe say a dozen hours to go through the first two days, and I did a lot of side quests in those uh in those twelve hours. And also, it's the plot is funny and compelling enough that you really want to keep playing, you know, to the next plot point when you finished a, a story chunk. And none of it really drags. Like, uh, maybe the longest, most annoying dungeon is probably the sewer, or at least for me, it was. And, yeah, that, that that one drags on, and there's just a lot of backtracking or sidetracking there. Yeah, so it, it, but, but I mean, that's not even that's not even a very long dungeon by RPG no. standards. So it's it's like it's the game flows really nicely. It's uh, the plot is fun enough that you want to keep playing, and it's uh, and it's easy to pick up and play like this. It's uh, this probably is the easiest game to finish that we've done in retro in retro encounter for all of those reasons and it is super fun so far oh man what what how do, what do we talk about next guys Come well on. i mean well how about that it's fun and it's really i mean this is a game that parodies everything we've we've grown up understanding about rpgs oh, it's so fantastic everything like... i mean the fact that it starts with like powerpoints pp and clyde laughs and comes like fuck you clyde do you have a better name for it? It's PP. I'm the king. It's like, yeah, you just accept it because that's what the game tells you it or is. When, and, 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 and it's PP and Earthbound too, so it's not exactly. like it's, it's not like it's unfounded. It's, it's like exactly. Kenny gets uh, stolen or kidnapped, and like any normal person, I walk through the house that I, I finally reached the point where he's been kidnapped and supposedly being raped, and. <laughs> I'm wandering around, uh, yeah. I was like, I gotta open this drawer, I gotta open this drawer, and Butters with me is like, oh no, it's fine, just just open the doors, we'll just, can I just wait and be raped? <laughs> and so I just like, I like stopped, I was like, wait, what? And I like sat there, and he's like, oh yeah, no, just sit there, I guess we're not playing a game or anything now, I'm like, what are you guys doing? It's so self-aware. The commentary uh, in-game is phenomenal. It, oh, it's so good. It, it's, and, yeah, it's just astounding to me that they did such a loving job with the smallest of details. That you look in Cartman's closet, and it's Osimo. It's the beefcake shirt. Osimo is one of my favorite episodes of the show. Yeah, and it's, they oh, and it's that so his closet has the Faith Plus One Murr album sitting there. <laughs> right. like it has oh. everything in the closet, and just and that that could take you two seconds to look in. Or you could spend ten minutes noticing every little detail, and it's totally irrelevant to the game, but it's there. Or and, um, I picked uh, up uh, as uh, as an item the 
uh, poop that took a pee. Yes! I was like, yes! There's dozens yeah, right of copies of that book around. And um, you, you pick up junk items a lot in this game, just items that are just, you know, dropped by enemies or found in random places that you sell for small amounts of money. And across these junk items, there are dozens of references. Yep. Like in um in the nightstand in Stan's uh, parents' room, there's uh, the USB drive that has the Sword of a Thousand yeah, Truths on it from, uh, from the World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft episode. episode. And, uh, oh, shoot, I'm trying to think of others uh you get the faith plus one cds all yeah, the time right <laughs> just because you, you, you get poop that took a pee all the time uh oh, oh you get oh, you you see okama game spheres occasionally yes those, those are i think two dollars those are on the expensive side and of course you're collecting chin pokemon yeah yeah chin pokemon are one of the are one of several collectibles in the game i think there's 30 chin pokemon yes yes 30 30, 30 something okay sorry yeah i mean and the fact that your your party members are called your buddies, yeah. and uh, it's just and and the way they deal with how they the logic behind the game mechanics of it being kids' imaginations, mm-hmm. you know, run rampant, so that like Butters giving you a heel is him patting you on the back and being nice to you, and that gives and, you you know health. And Cartman casting a fire spell is is lighting one of his farts because exactly. Of I mean, and all putting in this game. Carmen does a freeze spell, and he walks off the screen, collects a cooler of ice, and then dumps it on you. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, or the um, fact that the money, even though it works, it meant to make it feel like it's you know you're spending hundreds of dollars on something like in an RPG. You're dealing with just dollars and cents. Mm-hmm. You're buying something for two bucks, but in another game that would be two thousand. I mean, it's just it's just these little wonderful details. It is really expertly done, and I think. One of the things we were talking about before the episode started is it's so shocking how much it looks like a TV show. It yeah. Just, it, it, it has the, um, the uh, what should we call it, the isometric perspective a little bit. So you can, like, see the floor and move up and down. As, uh, so it's not as the, – the, back, the backgrounds aren't as flat as the show is sometimes. But, yeah, it, yeah. It, but just the look of it and how the characters look and move looks exactly like an episode of the show. It's startling at first. Yeah, yeah. I had the perfect instance uh, when I started playing. My wife had been asleep, and she woke up to something. I don't even remember what was happening, but she like laughed. She's like, "Oh, that's really funny!" I'm like, ah. and uh, she's like, "Wait, I, I've never seen this episode. Is this is this new?" And like, had to do the whole explanation. Like, no, it's the game. She's like, "Oh, okay." Because she it, thought like, it was an episode of the show. Legitimately thought it was an episode of the show. Thought it like, and she's seen every episode. She was, she was like, "I know." I, never seen this before like why is the show starting in the middle of july <laughs> right yeah it, it has it has spring and fall half seasons that's yeah. right <laughs> yeah exactly so but it, and it's one of those things it's like that to somebody that's just like a passerby like it, it fully catches them off guard um and then with that then she just watched she sat and watched the entire game that when i've been playing um, because it's hilarious. Yeah. It really is one of the funniest games because you're playing what amounts to almost a season's worth plus of the of the show. Like the game is a season almost in terms of length of just material. Amount of content. And yeah. it's all well written. Well, especially if you love that humor and that style, it's just nonstop. But I, it's really for me. I don't think I've laughed out loud that as genuinely as I have with a game. 
except for with Stick of Truth. You know, there's funny moments in games or clever things, but this is just batshit hilarious all the time. Yeah, Whether I mean, it be I mean, summoning Jesus to murder people <laughs> with an M16. Oh, and also finding Jesus, which is one of my Jesus. favorite side quests ever. Just walking into a church and having Jesus hide behind pews going, <laughs> right. and then you have to find him. <laughs> it's the best. Have you found Jesus? But really, have you? <laughs> uh, uh. Or Mr. Slave. You guys get Mr. Slave? Yeah, I got, I got Mr. Slave. And you have to, uh, uh, to have to recruit him as a summon, you have to uh, pick up his package at the... Yep. Uh, at the post office, so they say Mr. Slave's package a lot, which is already funny. But if you like, if you're hanging around his house, he goes, "Hmm, I, they mixed up my package with Mrs. Cartman's. I guess we shop at a lot of the same places." And it's <laughs> it's just like it's just like little touches like that. I'm I'm chuckling at almost all of the background dialogue in this game, and it's it's true that any well-written game or even movie or TV show will have moments of levity, like everything oh, and anything well-written has to have some some not even if it's not a joke at least something you know something funny in it sometimes but this mm-hmm. game is like it's like an episode of the show the jokes are relentless yeah. and they're and they're very funny and I, I i could not believe how much i was laughing at both the big moments of the game and the and the you know the side conversations and item descriptions in the game this is it, it's like comedy writing is hard and comedy writing in games is hard and uncommon but this is maybe the funniest game I've ever played. Yeah, like, see, that's the thing. I really feel comfortable <laughs> saying that, and that's nuts to think that, I mean, it, it makes sense that it would be Matt and Trey making that happen, but it's crazy. It's just alarming and kind of shocking every time, you know, you, you laugh for 20 minutes. You're like, I'm playing a game. This doesn't happen. This is not what normally happens. Usually I get frustrated because some, you know, some guy just cast some crazy spell and broke the game and I have to go back and start over again after a 20 minute boss battle not laughing hysterically because Jimmy can't say are you prepared to face your destiny and you have yeah, to oh. you can say stop him I know well, yeah no, it's no well, skip it, it. It's skip, skip it, it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah well you, you, you have to and well in in Jimmy's side quest uh, where you have to find you have to find a flute at a at um at, at a at a farm, yes. uh, you actually aren't allowed to skip and you have to listen to him stutter for 90 seconds <laughs> so like it's so, so, so like it, the game teaches you oh I can skip dialogue especially when Jimmy is you know stuttering for a long period of time and I don't need to hear it and then they take that away from you yeah. <laughs> just just for the la- for like Prepare the uncomfortable laugh it's great uh, oh man I don't how about uh, Timmy's travel service T- Timmy <laughs> fast travel it's so good because yeah. T- Timmy can get annoying if you over if they overuse him on the show, but this is just right. They found just the right amount of Timmy. Yeah, it's like all uh, they would need is a Lord of the Underworld song, and then you're good. Like that's like, that's just it. That oh god. Okay, speaking as a uh, South Park fan, I'm a little disappointed that there isn't more South Parky music because uh, you know both the um, the South Park movie, which is basically a musical with ten yep. or so songs in it, and uh, and the songs that occasionally feature in the in the show. I wish there was more like that because I love South Park songs. And we, you know, I, and- I think that we're gonna get more of that when the Fractured But Whole comes out. But I, I, I honestly think the development hell of this game yeah. Oh, yeah. stopped mm-hmm. that from happening. And I'm sure some of it also has to do with, you know, who's who's actually doing the music for the game and what does that mean and. Can you write a song for them and 
Blah, yeah, blah, blah. And, and to be fair, there's a lot of South Park music that's like in the background of uh, like when you walk into the rhinoplasty uh, yep. building. There's or the PTA uh, office, or like yeah, exactly. Like uh, one of Chef's songs or one of Mrs. Wing's songs be playing in the background yeah. of the video. If you turn it on, I forget if, whose room it is. It might be either Kyle's or Cartman's. Uh, Kyle's mom's a bitch. Starts playing <laughs> off the little radio, his little uh, bear radio in the back of the room. Yeah. So they so they do have those those kind of references, but I think they I, wanted I so hard liked... to do the uh, the Skyrim feel and references with the music, and that it's the Dragonborn and the Chosen One. That yeah. oh, man. it the, feels like, like they just try to avoid into, into into dragon farts is holy crap. That, that was an interesting choice, but I I definitely laughed. <laughs> hey princess candy come over here <laughs> sir douchebag has something to tell you <laughs> or, or or when uh stan's dad teaches you a secret fart technique and like like he's you know bathroom. like he's, yeah the sneaky, like, the sneaky like, speaker. Uh, and oh and, and quick shout out to the sphincter prowess of the main character because not only can he do all oh, these complicated fart down. techniques he uh he 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 sucks an entire alien anal probe into his ass. Yes. Yeah, and, and keeps using it. Yeah, and, yeah. and can and can bring it out and re- and retract it at will, which does not seem possible for a variety of reasons. <laughs> okay, I don't know what way. you do on your weekends. That's definitely possible <laughs> for me. That's some Midwest stuff that we have to do. Using that probe. To yeah, get you don't know about that <laughs> on the East Coast. Yeah, we don't. Visit in Wisconsin, so you can show me how to fart <laughs> with. And technology stuck up my butt. Okay. Yep, exactly. Um, By the way, that whole sequence on the spaceship, especially when you're trying to save Randy from getting pummeled in the ass by a giant dildo thing, and it's like these the easy combos of what right. buttons to press, and then all of a sudden you have to do like a hundred button combinations in the span of three seconds. And you're like, ah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Sorry, Randy. Yeah, because all of the passwords up to then are super easy, and then there's just a bunch of crazy ones in a row, and you, and you just watch Randy get uh, destroyed. Oh, no. Oh, no, destroyed. no, 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 <laughs> like, no. Like for three in a row or something, you see that, and then and then it switches back to the simple ones so you can actually free him. It doesn't even switch back to the simple ones. It goes to the absolutely most simple. It is A-A. That's right. <laughs> or I was playing a PS3, so it was... It was cross cross, but yeah, same same idea. It was just like, all right, well, that's that's I could do that. <laughs> like yeah, so and also and also on the alien ship, there's those uh, uh, those those um audio diaries, and yeah. and every time you find one, they do like they they make fun of Bioshock. It's like yeah. there's definitely some apocalypse level shit going on here. It's like so who would it, ever find this? <laughs> like I don't know why I'm doing this. There's no one who's gonna come by and listen to me. Yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was explicitly making fun of Bioshock, and I loved uh, it. It was great. Uh, so, not only is the South Park humor funny, the meta game humor is funny, and yeah. the, cho- the weird gameplay choices that they make are funny. Like you know, but like the whole t- teaching you to skip cutscenes, cutscenes, then giving you an unskippable cutscene, like make mm-hmm. that whole Randy password thing. Those those aren't jokes you can naturally make in like a stand-up show or a movie. No, that, like gameplay that, jokes. Yeah, that only works in a game, and it's brilliantly pulled off here. It's it's just awesome. This is the this yeah. is. I, you know, I, I was I was prepared to argue with you a little bit, Chris, that maybe this isn't the funniest game of all time, but I'm, I've talked myself into it. This is funnier than the best LucasArts game. It's funnier than EarthBound. It's, 
it, it's clever it, humor. See, that's it, the well, thing is, it's smart it's humor in a Lucas Arts game, and this is just laugh out loud shit jokes, and it's great. The other great thing is art. Stick of Truth makes sure not to get in its own way. Um, like we talk about a lot of the old Lucas Arts games, there is just obtuse, just crap in there that at some point everybody got frustrated with. Um, this. I mean, you could almost make the argument that it's almost easy to a fault. Um, mm -hmm. But it guarantees that you're always moving forward. You're always progressing to the next humorous time. Like yep, they, and they, they make sure that you are always laughing. And then even when you really screw up, like we were talking about the button presses, if you screw those up, if you they make this, the pattern go slower. Just a oh, slight wow. bit each time. Because like, I, I wasn't paying attention. I screwed up. And I went back through and I was like, that was slower. So I screwed up on purpose. And I screwed up on purpose a couple times to see how it went, like slow it would go. You got you to just a, wanted to laugh at Randy. It, yeah, and that was, that was also really funny. <laughs> yeah. But it, it got to a crawl to the point I was like, I'm almost having trouble doing this because you've gone so slow that this time period is taking forever. Um, but it makes sure that you're going to be able to progress. Like, you're, uh, whoever's following you around, if you get that like stuck, they'll tell you what to do, but they'll do it in a joke and they're mo mocking you. Like, it enables you to enjoy the game. And then everything, and, part of it, is actually fun, too. And and you were right. It's really easy to be able to tell what you have to do next because they tell you explicitly, and you can always check on the quest screen. Mm -hmm. So it's um the game doesn't... Uh, I, I think there is some skippable content. Like, there's uh, maybe some weapons and some Chin Pokemon that are in areas you can't revisit once you finish. Yes. But, but in general... Uh, the game will always – you can always look up where you're supposed to go next and uh, check your map to find out where the next side quest element is. It's um, yeah. no, it, The gameplay never really betrays you. Mm. It, it um, Everything is, is laid out cleanly for you, and if, if you're doing something wrong, you, you should be able to tell exactly why you're doing it wrong. For me, I only died once in the course of the game. It, it's not a very challenging game in general, be, uh, for, but – and it was definitely because I was far underleveled for a side quest boss. It was a, yeah. I, I tried was to fight Al. Bear pig? No, it was Al Gore. Oh, was, um, oh yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah, okay. it was it was Al Gore, and I think I was around level seven. Mm. And Only time I, I died too. Same thing. Yeah, I, I could not handle it. But then when I came back at level twelve and beat Al Gore and Mare, Man Bear Pig pretty easily. Man Bear Pig. Yeah. So, yeah. Man Bear Pig, it's scary. Uh, as so as uh, as someone who works in the environmental science field, I don't love the man bear pig episode because <laughs> it's, it's such obvious disdain for global warmings. It's like come on, it's like come on, guys, this is my job. <laughs> they hate everything. They they have they have no love for anything and hate it's, for it's, all. Yeah, it's true. It's I mean I'm I'm being just a, a sensitive butthole with by by even by even expressing that level of uh, disappointment, but. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's it was, crazy because you mentioned like how 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 clean they are in, in in kind of making sure that everything moves on. Both of you talking about how the game keeps progressing and make sure that you don't mess up. And if you're not a fan of the show, enough of the townsfolk give you uh, hints as to where you might find things. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a fan of the show, I think there, there's a always that inclination of like I bet Mr. Hankey's in the sewer. Right, because you know that's where Mr. Hankey is, and if there's going to be a sewer level, you're probably going to find Mr. Hankey. But when you're walking around town, you'll hear people be like, "I heard this really weird noise coming up from the sewer. Something like in the, the some riff on Heidi Ho." And immediately, if you know the show and you somehow didn't think about the sewer, you go, "Oh yeah, that's right, Mr. Hankey. I bet I can find something with him." 
That's... Or the whole idea of like finding Jesus being like, have you heard that, you know, you can find Jesus in a church? And of course, that's the obvious parody of, you know, finding Jesus isn't finding religion, <laughs> right. but Jesus is actually in the church playing hide and seek. Or the, uh, yeah, I mean, just the constant little things to let you know that there's stuff going on. One of the most interesting things for me was, and I remember an interview with Trey and Matt, like talking about this is after watching so many episodes of the show, you think you know how South Park is constructed, but really you don't because they kind of just skip around. It's Oh yeah, and this is the first time they've had a map. Right, and that, that's one of those really interesting things, like, oh, this is where this is, this is, oh, that, okay, that makes sense, and um, a lot of it is actually, you like you're saying, you're, you're used to the show, you know where things are, you almost feel at home when you're going around, because mm-hmm. you're already kind of, oh, this is here, this is here. Um, but at the same time, there's that confirmation of everything, and it's like, oh, I, I never would have guessed that this was here. I laughed because I always forget about this, but they have Kenny on the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only house on the other side of the tracks, too. Yep. Yeah, and it's like they, they do a really good job of being true to the source material, but then also expanding on it. Um, and yeah. The map was one of the biggest points of that. Yeah, and um, the areas. Uh, the only areas that aren't in the show are just, you know, generic areas that would be in any town, like uh, like the storage unit and the sewers. But it it's it it, it feels like a real place. It's not so long. It doesn't even take that long to traverse the entire map. No. Uh, but it's you still have, you know, I think it's twelve points of fast travel you can go between, yes. which is mm-hmm. which is very welcome. And man, it's like even the side quests are silly and funny. Like just. Searching for <laughs> kindergartners, playing hide and seek, and collecting underpants for, yeah, the, for the underpants, underpants gnomes. gnomes. Phase one, remember, phase yeah. one. <laughs> and, Collect and underpants. The, and the whole man bear pig thing. Even though I, I mentioned uh, the, the man bear pig is maybe one of the most brilliant side quests because the, the if for those that don't know, Al Gore is in the game and parodying his uh, his crusade against global warming. The in the South Park universe, he believes that there's a fictional animal named Man Bear Pig and is always warning people about it. So you have to – the side quest for Al Gore is you have to place uh, sensors and some weird, you know, like like fake technology stuff around, around the town to detect Man Bear Pig. Then, uh, go to the, then go to the sewer for the final piece of that and then talk to him again and then uh, Al becomes your friend on Facebook. Oh, yeah, shoot, Facebook! Yeah. Yeah. In the your uh, in this game, your menu is the phone, and you can make Facebook friends with everyone in town. And the more Facebook friends you have, the more special gameplay perks you get. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, once Al becomes your friend on Facebook, he spams your wall every minute. And it becomes and so it annoying. Is, it's so annoying. So I'm, and then and then uh, and then the quest becomes unfriend Al Gore on Facebook. <laughs> so. Uh, so, but and the problem is when I try, it's like, all right, well, this is fucking annoying. I definitely want to unfriend Al Gore on Facebook. But the problem is, I so I go to fight him in the storage unit, and I can't beat him because he's a he's a pretty challenging boss when you're level seven so or eight. So you were or, stuck with him. So I was, I was stuck with him for most of the second day. <laughs> and then that is infuriating. Yeah. So it was right. I decided. Um, right before the final part of the second day of quests, which is going to the school and, uh, and, um, for the, uh, final elves versus humans battle, I finally, it's like, all right, I'm level 11 now. I think I can do this. So I went and, f- and fought him at level, I was either, uh, I think maybe I had just gotten to 12 or no, no, no. Okay. I wanted to get to level 12 so I can equip a new sword. That's what it was. Mm. So we got to level 12 and then I fought Al Gore and beat him pretty easily. And I, f- he finally stopped fucking spamming my Facebook wall. <laughs> 
<laughs> but but just the fact that they make that they incorporate a Facebook wall into this game in a way that's not obnoxious, in a way that sort of makes sense. And, and uh, also it has amazing jokes on it yeah. random throughout the game. That's it's actually great. some of the funniest material is that those Facebook Except walls. Shitting on each other. Stan and Kyle uh, find Cartman's password and post a bunch of, of stuff about <laughs> Cartman calling himself inappropriate uh, gay slurs. And he's it's, super angry. It, 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 and that, and it totally fits within the scope of the show and the scope of the game, and it's awesome. I think the funniest was the token joke, where uh, Cartman was like, I think, token, we're going to have you be the blacksmith. I don't know why, but it just seems right. He's like, no, I'm a healer. I'm not a blacksmith. I was like, you feel like a blacksmith to me. I'm like... <laughs> And the one well, and, uh, I, I love the Scott Malcolmson joke at the beginning where they have to be on script when you first talk to them. They're like, we have, oh. we can't stray from the script. And Carmen gets mad. He's like, I have the power of diabetes. The power of diabetes is a curse and a blessing, <laughs> but mostly a curse. It's really just a curse. Or Scott Malcolmson. Shut up, Scott. No one cares what you think. Yeah, and, and tokens on Cartman's side, and Stan is on uh, is on the opposing army on Kyle's side. And there's one thing where. Uh, Stan calls out Token for a duel, and Token says, "No, nah, I got a dentist appointment." And Stan's like, "You can't, you can't keep having all of these dentist appointments get get between us, Token." It's it, it's <laughs> there's so many funny jokes that aren't always right there on the page. Sometimes they're hidden a little bit, but it's the game is just relentlessly funny. It's amazing. So let's we've talked a lot about the humor. Let's move into actually <laughs> playing the game, um, and kind of like what it, what we went through. Um, Paper oh, yeah, Mario Plus. It really is a lot like Paper Mario. But before that, uh, can we each talk about what class we started as? Yeah, that's even better. I'll start there first. Is, uh, the main Jeez. character is 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 a quote unquote new kid that you design yourself to look like a South Park character, and then you choose a class right at the beginning. Yeah. Thief. I'm a warrior. Thief. I'm a Jew. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we each picked a different one. That's I literally great. thought. So at first, I wanted to just be tan, which ended up me being Mexican. <laughs> Um, but then I was like, I'm really happy about this. So I'm a Mexican Jew. And I was like, if I somehow was a ginger as well, like that would be like the three things that Cartman hates Cartman. most in the world. Yeah. You could probably find ginger freckles. I the... did. And I put them on my guy. Well, I put them on for a little bit, but I had to go back to, because this is fantastic. I have like a five o'clock shadow on my guy. Cause that makes sense. <laughs> Cause it's the world you want it to be. Um, oh, that... I think I made a mistake. I my class is fighter, not warrior. But okay. I just, that's because I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mixing up games now. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, so um, now I now I have not played this game before. This is my first time playing. And so uh, what what kind of abilities does the Jew have? I'm not totally sure. Um, he <laughs> rolls a dreidel at people. Um. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. He also has uh, from uh, David and Goliath. He has the the rock the slingshot. Yeah, he's oh. got an actual. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, which oh, that okay. thing is fantastic because if you uh, like leveled up a couple times, I, I'm I'm doing like 800 damage at least. Can it bounce between and people? It bounces between people. Oh god, that's awesome. And so I've literally just like rolled into fights and just like done it once and just like all right, well that fight's done. A couple weapons like the uh, like the batarang is one also have that bounce between feature. Yeah. So if you if you enhance your batarang with a fart, then it it does unbelievable damage if there's at least three enemies on the screen. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I just in proper context talked about enhancing a batarang with a fart. With in fart. The video game. 
And that's oh. the thing is it's 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 this kid juvenile humor and it works. Sorry, you just got a you had a epiphany moment. Yeah. Here. So I have a cer- it's I can't pronounce it. It's like circumcise. So it's circumcision <laughs> versus scythe. No, that's serious. You 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 pronounced it correctly. Circumcise. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my god. It, it's fantastic. You, the, oh, the Jew is where it's at. <laughs> All right, well, okay, I, I picked a fighter, which is a physical class, and so basically it's a mix of, like, physical attacks, and I think he has more HP than the other classes, yeah. but um, your skills, the first skill that you are are, uh, are hitting enemies with a baseball, uh, or, or, like, throwing a baseball up in the air, hitting it with a bat, and then beat the salt it. and battery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, then you, and then you beat the the front row guy with the bat after you've hit the ball. And the second one is just a swift kick to the balls that stuns and grosses out people. Uh, um, a Rochambeau. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's a, then there's like, there's like a football charge and a, just a mega horn that stuns and pieces, pisses people off. It's, it's probably the most boring choice of class, I think, but it's, I like having a lot of like stun and defense down. uh, It has my favorite abilities. The uh, assault and battery to me is one of the funniest joke mm. skills. The fact that you go up to a guy, toss yeah. a ball, swing, knock a guy down, and then just beat him until the bat breaks—it's yeah. just the funniest thing to watch. And one of your like your starting skills are that and a swift kick to the balls, which I think yeah. is the, I think is literally the description of Rochambeau. Yeah. And uh, and also just as an aside, um, the status effects in this are really funny. Because there's there's grossing out, which is like poison, except it also uh, reduces the heals on you. There's you burning. You can't eat anything if you're grossed you out. Too. Use, yeah. Yeah. There's there's burning, which is pretty, uh, which is like grossed out, except with I think the damage is higher and you yeah. uh, just on fire. And then there's a, there's stun, which is pretty normal. And then there's pissed off, which is like being taunted in an RPG. It's yeah, like berserk mode. It, it's man, even even the status effects are funny. This fucking game. Yeah. And the oh, items yeah. that your your healing potions are snack foods. Jeez, Water boops. is your cure. I mean, <laughs> and burritos to heal your fart powers. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, exactly. Like burritos everything. Are your mana potions. <laughs> the fact that the weapons are just random things you'd pick up, like you know, a wooden sword is your starting thing for the fighter, or it's a wooden knife for the thief, and then bit by bit you find crazier and crazier stuff. But it's all stuff that, hypothetically, for the most part, a kid could find. Oh, so how does, uh, what, are the, what are the thief skills like? So thief, the main one you start with is backstab, and it's you just vanish off the left side of the screen, and you show up behind someone, and if you hit the prompts correctly, you avoid armor and just do a ton of damage. Nice. It's a little bit of, it, it, it's, it's their version of a glass cannon, mm-hmm. and it's at some of the other things, there's the death from above, which is you and like five other ninjas will just flurry in and do a ton of damage. Uh, there's a stink bomb that you get with the thief, which can gross everyone out. There's, ooh, what's one of the other ones? I'm missing it. It just, uh, God, I can't remember the other two. I think I really just, for the most part, just use, uh, death with that by a thousand cuts and, <laughs> and backstab because backstab is just wonderfully broken in terms of how much you can do, especially to boss encounters. I remember one of my, the other names for my abilities. Jujitsu. Mm. Oh, it's oh, beautiful. Is, is, that, is that one of the perks or one of the abilities? That's one of the abilities. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. just that's, that's delightful. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And then Plagues of Egypt. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. Wow. 
Oh, this game. It's so and good. And again, we were, and like talking about just RPG tropes and all the rest of it, the fact that someone like Jimmy is a bard and he'll actually be playing and singing songs. But of course, the songs are South Park style, so they're super goofy <laughs> and vulgar. I might have to. I'll I'll make a Jimmy song. You have the intro or the oh. outro of this episode if I can find one. <laughs> the maid from Stoneberry Hollow. She <laughs> she couldn't really talk, but boy could she swallow. <laughs> oh man. Was yeah, but so my, Sorry. Yeah, my my strategy is mostly to bull rush right at the beginning because it stuns people and and it does reduce defense, and then just do regular attacks since the fight the fighters' regular attacks are pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, he's that's a great class. So, uh, since it's Paper Mario and you have to do the for blocking and, and attacking, you do the yeah. prompt, press a button, and you'll do either more attacks or you'll take less damage or you'll do more damage. Even though it's easy, I mean, it's the joy of playing old Paper Marios in that it forces you through that kind of quick time battle system to be engaged always. Yeah, it's, um, and it, it it, it basically the opposite end of the spectrum would be to just be able to win any combat by pressing confirm over and over, which this yeah. does not do. Right. And no. the the far opposite end of the spectrum is having every single attack be an obnoxious rhythm game, like in Legend of Dragoon. But this is not the case. This is that Paper Mario sweet spot with timed attacks being fun without unfair, without being and you and right. having to learn when the prompt will come and how to do yeah. it. And then once you right. get it down, that sense of accomplishment of like, all right, I got this down. Yeah, e- each skill is basically learning to master a minigame and yep. part of the reason i use bull rush a lot and rochambeau not so much is because i i got I'm better. yeah I, i'm better at the bull rush minigame that's why yeah. i use sling of uh david it just it, it works every time and it works very effectively i think the other ones are actually better but i can hit the sling of david 100 percent of the time yeah so take it exactly yeah. and then uh so I, I set up my character a little bit differently i'm not like rushing people down um I have immense amount of regen on my character, so every time I hit somebody, I get like, I don't know, it's like 75 to 90 health back. Um, and then so nice. I, put, I put fire on his attack so that everybody's always burning. And so mm-hmm. it basically it's one of those things, even if I'm not truly engaged in the fight, I'm not going to lose most likely. Because right. it's one of those things, I, there's been turns that I, I gain back like 300 health just from attacking. Um... And then they're always taking 100, 200 damage just because of the fire. Um, so it's it's kind of I broke it in some ways, I guess. Yeah. Um, I have I have my uh, my armor is like level four armor just because it has the most slots, so I'm able to put as much like the goofiest amount of yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so I I feel like I'm playing it weird, but it's been working super effectively. No, that's that's. I mean, I play the same way, except I'm just doing obscene amounts of damage with weapons that, by doing side quests, mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't have yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a katana from the uh, Far East episode when they're all ninjas, and it just... Yeah, I kill everything. That, that, that episode is called Good Times with Weapons, and it's, like yeah, very, very, it's a very, very good episode. <laughs> that is a phenomenal episode. Protect my balls. It's very important. Don't fart on my balls. And also remember... You are never allowed to fart. Oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Never fart on someone's balls. God, what is that? Is not I, cool. Yeah, we should mention um, in this game, every class has uh, a certain subset of fart abilities. It's it's not just the major, just the thief. It's Every class can use farts. And uh, 
they and farts allow you to um make th- things that are set on fire explode in the in mm-hmm. you know in the world map and uh, also give you a variety of skills in battle as well. But they constantly mention whenever you learn a new fart spell to never fart on someone's balls. So I ha- I assume it has to come up at the end of the game because that's sorry a save the cat or a Chekhov's gun moment. Uh, for sure. God, I'm referring to farting on someone's balls as a Chekhov's gun. You know what? You know what? I'm game. okay with it. It's just sitting there. And it it's works. Sitting there. And, uh, uh, okay. Wonder yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guess the uninitiated, like the Chekhov's gun, means if uh, if a gun is shown in Act One of a play, then it must be fired by be. Act. Yeah, it's going to be fired in Act Three of that play. Mm-hmm. So just just explaining, you know, setting up plot points in a story. And I am positive that there's going to be farting on someone's balls eventually <laughs> in South Park. And that's a real sentence I just said. They already oh, yeah, did that I- immense amount of foreshadowing because they did it with Clyde. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, that was a that's a great little plot twist. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> like I hate you guys. <laughs> yeah, Clyde gets kicked gets kicked out of the game right in the first five minutes. So now he's a uh, now he's a major boss for uh, for um, day three. And I'm I'm not sure he'll be the final boss. Like my secret hope is that the final boss is a is a big surprise, like it's Mecha Streisand or Scott Tennerman or something. <laughs> Scott Tennerman. Oh. Wouldn't he Wouldn't he be the best final boss possible? That's that's. Uh. He's the villain of maybe the best episode of South Park, so I, I hope that Scott Tennerman shows up somehow. But I'm not. I'm not sure if he will or not. Uh, oh man, there's so many ways this plot could go. This this game is great, man. Yeah, and and, and clearly uh, for you guys, I mean, I, I've unfor- well, fortunately, I have played this before, but you don't know where it's going. But with everything that's already happened, anything is possible. Well, they're that's just they're so throwing fun. everything out there. Um, oh yeah, they, it, they are, it's the kitchen sink. It oh, is absolutely. everything. So I mean, the first night you wake up and you're abducted by aliens. And it's like yeah, I, right. it's it, it's it's in between day one and day two. Yeah. It was so unnecessary to add that, but it, it's so amazing that they did. And the same thing they, with like, the garden gnomes, like going to Canada, which I have not got to yet. But like the act that it's not even just South yeah, Park. You know that they go to Canada eventually because there's a sign to Canada right on the world map. Right. And um. Uh, I I think actually the alien abduction thing and the underpants gnomes thing are kind of brilliant because uh, even though each of like the very first episode of South Park Cart- Cartman is, gets an anal probe yep. right, is is about those aliens and uh, I forget which season or when it is in the show but the underpants gnomes is also its own little episode <laughs> but both of them basically just introduce <laughs> special items for you mm-hmm. because when you I mean even though they're both you know medium sized dungeons. After the the alien abduction, you get that anal, anal probe up your butt that lets you teleport whenever there's an alien technology around. And mm-hmm. once you get the uh, once you finish the underpants gnomes, it lets you shrink so you can go through mouse holes and oh, under benches. Holes that are everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've noticed those. But um, once you get the underpants gnomes uh, uh, ability, you can go. You can walk. You can shrink yourself and walk through those. So it's even though these are references that don't that feel separate from the rest of the game. They end up being crucial. Yeah, and they and they introduce key gameplay bits, which is really impressive. I mean, uh, the, that's just yeah. the best. It's fan service done well because it's not just you know, like I mentioned, the Cartman closet thing, which is an obvious just two D still that lets you laugh if you keep looking at what else is there. But these are like really in depth homages that then end up being super important. So they have to be there because you need that underpants gnome ability. It's not just about trying to help them figure out phase two. You need to be small. It's going to help you through a lot of stuff going forward. 
Mm-hmm. And and I mean, both the anal probe and the underpants gnomes things. Once you have that ability, you see these things that you've seen in all the previous days. Yeah, you can like, oh, go back. Yeah, you now go back and find some new some new treasure or some new uh, or some new Facebook friends. Yeah, it's... there's a kid on a roof, and at the beginning of the game, you're like, how the fuck do I get up to that roof? And then you get the mm-hmm. anal probe, and you're like, ha ha, I'm there. What's up, kid? I, We're friends. Actually, I think that one is the underpants gnomes. Is that? I, I just friended town. I, yeah, I just friended him. He's on the he's on like the newspaper building. You have to go up the little chimney thing, I think. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. You know, maybe, maybe there's a different kid on the roof. That's also the anal probe. I don't remember. Hey, hey. So I was going with <laughs> totally, hypotheticals. Someone totally will possible. correct me in a future thread post. Yeah, well, um, I'm, I'm I'm just an insufferable know it all, so I'm always correcting people about uh, something uh, or other. Uh, I'm not gonna argue about that. <laughs> um, so Mike, since you just this is your first time too, did you uh-huh. spend like the first I don't know 45 minutes just wandering around? Yeah, I I, wa- I wanted to find all the fast travel points, and uh, <laughs> and I thing. and I got yeah and, and I and I got started on a lot of side quests even though I didn't maybe finish all of them. I did a, an unreasonable amount of side questing in the first day, and I finished almost all the ones I could finish on this by the second day. I, I I change game to game whether I obsessively do everything in an area or just go through the plot. It it depends on how impatient i am or how I, how much i care about the plot or a variety of factors but for south park i did a lot of exploring and side questing in the first day so i may i think i might be over leveled now because i'm i want to say level 14 and i and i am at the very beginning of the third day i, just, I got to the third day then did a couple side quests i think i'm, I'm nine so yeah i'm probably I, I i think i'm over leveled i did the underpants gnomes things at level I think I'm under level. At level so twelve, yeah, you're, you're all good. Um, yeah, I was level twelve for underpants gnomes. Yeah, it's just one of those things. That is, it's so incredibly cool to finally be in this world. Um, and so I was yeah, going after through so many bad games from our childhood. Oh, they're so bad. That's like we were saying earlier. That's like is, I, one of you mentioned. It's like, oh, it's not surprising considering like Matt and Trey's involvement. It's like, to me, it's super surprising. It's like they've had a lot of really crappy South Park games. And then also, that's true. Yeah. No offense. But they were Obsidian, never involved. But Obsidian is touch and go with quality. And then you think of like everything that happened with THQ and like. Yeah. Yep. The, um, I think it's Chris alluded to this earlier. So good. Chris alluded to this earlier that um, this game had a very troubled development history because mm-hmm. uh, I I read an article or two about this both when it came out and more recently to prepare for this show. Um, their initial plan was way too ambitious. Like Matt and Trey are—they're—they're they're both gamers, and they both loved Skyrim, and they idea, had the idea of making a like an Elder Scrolls-ish game where players could explore the world of South Park freely, and it—it uh, it was just this huge game with a lot of with a lot of South Park content in side quests uh, that that you could lose yourself in. But that was the scope of that was way too ambitious, and it went over budget and over time very quickly. But then, and uh, and I think THQ dropped it, and Ubisoft picked it up. I think. Yeah, THQ sold it in the uh, fire sale, their bankruptcy fire sale, and right. Ubisoft was the one who picked it up. And yeah, and so then all of a sudden you have to deal with new bosses, have to figure out everything, you know. So that delayed everything by a year. But on top of which, and there's a great, I think it's a Game Informer podcast where one of uh, the Obsidian execs talks about working with Matt and Trey and how, yeah, it was awesome because it's Matt and Trey, but how it was also super hard and frustrating because they Matt wrote everything. 
Matt and, and Trey Matt and are Trey. not game developers, and they did not exactly. understand the idea of 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 um feature creep. <laughs> yeah, or collaboration, and the idea of like, or they were hard with with basically being like, okay, we need more of the script so we can design it, and then being like, yeah, but we don't like it yet. Like, if you ever watch Six Days to Air, the documentary on how they write right. a show, it's so good, and they've joked yeah. about it in interviews since that they kind of approached this game with that same mentality of just like we'll write it. And it'll get implemented, and we're good. No, and that's not how it happens. About how games and scripts for games, and how all of that has to work simultaneously for creation, that added about a year and a half to two years to the game development time because it started in '09 and it came out in what 2013, 2014, and it was supposed to be a game that originally they were like, oh, we can do this in two years, and it just, and then the THQ. Uh, situation didn't help, but it just took forever because they didn't, have never worked on a game before, and they just didn't realize what it was going to take. And so Obsidian had to be very careful of not pissing them off, because if they pissed them off, then it would just delay things more. Yeah. That's a, I think it's, it's amazing that it turned out so well. Yeah, and that's the thing, is that at the end of the day, the only negative is that on console, there's a little bit of slowdown at times. Yeah, and there's some weird it, stuff that happens on I the console occasionally. Care. I also, uh, I actually hit a bug that I broke it. Oh no. Um, so after you go, it's the end of the school battle, and you have to break the barricade to uh, to chase after Butters. For me it was Butters. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get the uh for it to explode with my farts um oh, so, no, so stuck there yeah so i tried it right away because you blow up everything that's burning and it didn't work i was like all right well that's kind of weird that they have something burning but i can't blow it up and so i left the room and then like it got like kyle left and i couldn't find kyle and then like everything didn't work and so it ended up just fully breaking and then uh even with me saving a decent amount and then like with the checkpoints i had to basically redo the entire school again Oh, that's, that's infuriating. So that that was like that, and then I wish running was automatic instead of having to hold a button for that. Um, but I, the the bug is, I feel like that probably doesn't happen to most people. But yeah, if, I, it, I didn't encounter anything like that. If those are the two big, and those honestly are. And I'm not even really complaining about the school thing. I'm complaining about the running. That's annoying. But yeah. <laughs> if those are my biggest complaints about something, I I, I think I'm I'm doing all right. But yeah, exactly. That and that's my point is that like my gripes are small things for sure. I wish that little things could be tweaked, but in the grand scheme, it's because everything else is so awesome for me. Yeah, like, it's just it's just such a delightful game. Yeah. And by the way, uh, I don't know if you had when it, especially when the game came out, heard about the censorship in other regions. So good. Oh really? And so good. The the blue screen that you can you can Google it, and it's hilarious that they have for every time Randy would be getting. Uh, uh, <laughs> destroyed by the the dildo probe. Oh man! Uh, instead, there's you this lose again, that, Europe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like, sorry. Normally, you'd be seeing something else here, but <laughs> uh, basically, just says like, but your country sucks. <laughs> I, I have it right here. You lose again, there's... Europe. This scene where you try to disable the force field with around Randy, but instead accidentally force the probing machine next to him to probe his ass with violent force is not meant for your eyes. <laughs> Randy, in obvious <laughs> rectal pain, urges you to proceed onward. <laughs> it's the wow. best. It's the best. <laughs> it's so aware of everything. It's, it's so fantastic. good. That's the thing. They're gamers. You said it before. They are huge gamers, and so they get it. 
And so they're taking their patented humor and just fucking with the perspective of gamers. And it's incredible. Oh, I love it so, so much. So good. Um, so kicking back to the game. Um, Sorry. I have, I have, I, 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 it's fine. Uh, one of the biggest questions I have is who did everybody side with? Did you side with Cartman and the humans or did you side with the elves? No, the elves. Cartman's a piece of shit. <laughs> I love him. But he's a piece of shit. I sided with the elves too, but I fully intend to side with Cartman when I play this game again immediately after finishing it the first time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Like, uh, it, I was disappointed because I like Butters. I was hoping Butters would come with me. And, uh, but uh, Stan and Kyle are the best. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're they're great. Oh, um, speaking speaking of which, what was your uh, who's your favorite buddy to use around the game? Uh, Butters is is what is the one I usually stick with. Butters okay, was super cause... necessary for me at the beginning when I didn't have all my health regen. After that, I've switched to Stan just because I have a warrior then with me. I sometimes use Jimmy because he's got great buffs. I hate buffs in video games. I I like buffs in certain video games. Like that. Buffs save my ass in every Persona game I play. I yes. I have to like double buff everybody. But um yeah, for the for the very beginning I used Butters a lot. But then once Stan and Ka- once uh, Stan and Jimmy jo- join, I switch to Stan. And now that I'm in day three, uh, I'm messing around with Cartman and Kyle as partners, and I think they're like the best two. Uh, Kyle can deal a lot of damage, and Cartman's uh, f- like fart magic is pretty strong. So I-, I guess I mostly use Kyle in the first day. <laughs> it's so uh-huh. good, I love that. <sighs> This game is just designed to make all of us happy. All of us like-minded people happy. It's, I mean, the concept of a fantasy game that kids are taking way too seriously, then it crosses weird lines, and it's not really a fantasy game anymore. Now there are real Nazi zombies attacking and (laughs) and real alien invasions happening. And Clyde is somehow using that (laughs) Nazi technology to be a necromancer. By the way, uh, because I know you played a little bit ahead... Uh, Mike, only, only a all I'm gonna ask. All I'm okay. gonna ask. Uh-huh. Have you gone to the clinic? I have not gone to the clinic. Okay. Then okay. I will stop. All right. <laughs> yeah, I only did a couple side quest things in the third day. Like I, I finally. Oh, it's killed... not a side quest. So, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I only I killed Man Bear Pig and did a lot of exploring with my shrinking powers, and that was about it. Yeah, the one thing I still need to do is is meet the crab people. Oh yeah, I uh, I found the crab people. Yeah, but he couldn't the get there yet. Yeah, but, uh, do I need like uh, a fart power or do I need to shrink to get in there? Because there, there was like a uh, I think there was a boulder I couldn't break. Yeah, there was a boulder. Exactly, it's something you can't it's a break. Fart power then. Okay, I so think it's a, it is. I I still only have three fart powers. Yeah, it's like, it's, a, I think it's, it's like a nuclear explosion or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I but will. Yeah, once, it is once hilarious when you go through the sewers and you see them and you're like, I just want to talk to you, crab people. <laughs> I can't. You're so close. It's so far. Oh man, I'm uh, seriously gonna go down and, and like finish the game tonight as soon as we're done with this recording. It's, it's just it's just joyous. It's been really good. Really, really yeah. good. Which is nice. Like, <laughs> which is nice. No, yeah, that sounds really bad. But no, well, no, I to, I agree because I mean some of the retro encounter uh, games I really struggled with, uh, specifically thinking of. Um, uh, the last story and Deus Ex, oh, the last but story. but this yeah but but this game it's like it's like a breeze. I can't wait to play more of it. Again, I I finished 
I got to the stopping point four or five days ago and had to stop myself from playing more so I would be a little bit, you know, truer to this podcast. I just want to remind you, Mike, uh you played the last story and you blocked. I beat that game without knowing that there was a block button. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, I I just dodged all the time. I I didn't (sighs) do much blocking in that game. But there's one boss that the only way you can win is by blocking. Uh, yeah, no, and I... Yeah, but this is not the last story. No, 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 this, this is coming off of a very, very long Xenogears, and... Oh, yeah, yeah, you played Xenogears in a month, that's crazy. Yeah, that that was... <laughs> on. Did you finish? Uh, I was on the last episode, because I was, like, deathly ill. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and then... That's another way of saying you didn't finish. I didn't finish, no. <laughs> I, I was so sick that I couldn't play games for... About three fourths of that month, okay. but I played yeah, about it, thirty it, hours before that. If it wasn't and already that, obvious, I haven't edited the second Xenogears episode that's yet. Fine. And then <laughs> the uh, the month before that was Zelda, which mm-hmm. yep, that was a lot of fun and then no fun. Yeah, the the, yeah, the grinding, and I didn't get to talk with you guys about it. But the those dungeons at the end, yeah, um, not We're, so much. It was just it took all the goodness and it just happened to leave the game. Um, yep, and this is just. All of it is goodness. It is so so enjoyable. Like this is like the most amazing palate cleanser in the world. Um, and, and it's 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 brief enough that it never seems to wear out its welcome. Like no. I, I I already know when I end. I haven't gotten to the end, of course. But when I get to the end, I'll I'll be a little sad that it's over. I a hundred percent know that already. So I'm already really ecstatic because, as we've mentioned before, the fractured butthole, which comes out the, at the end of the year uh, at mm-hmm. E3, they announced that if you pre-order it, you get this game for free. Um, yep. I am already ecstatic. I, I had to play some I, I of think, the first... I think it's... And, and it, they, I should mention, you get this game for free for the new console. Yes. For uh, PS, yeah, yeah, PS4 yeah, yeah. and Xbox One. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I I am going through at a moderate pace. I'm trying 100%, but I'm not got, like doing a guide or anything like that. Um, but I'm so ecstatic. I am going to pre-order the, the fractured butthole i'm going to replay this on my ps4 i'm going to get a platinum trophy in it i <laughs> it has me utterly and completely sold um both on the next game and also replaying this multiple times and the best part is the next game starts almost directly after the end of this game and pc principles in it yep fantastic <laughs> which means yeah. instant win instant win for america yeah, he, he, right there. Uh, PC Principles a very recent addition to South Park. I've only seen. I mean, I haven't watched much recent South Park, so I've only seen. I've only seen two or. I've only seen two or three episodes with him in it. You you really (laughs) really need to watch this season. It is so ridiculously good. Um, and that's the. This there's going to be soda sopa. There's going to be everything. Yeah, great. The great thing about this game is I feel like, in the past, and I'm sure you guys are going to disagree with me. I feel like for a lot of the seasons, there was always highs and lows, and it kind of just, like, yeah, this is great. Oh, this was gonna... I feel like... I'm throwing out an episode here. But, like, Cartman being, um... Crap, now I can't think of the movie. Um... Doing the Zimmerman episode. Mm. Which is, like, four years ago? I feel like from that point about, approximately, that season, every episode has progressively gotten better. And every experience I've had with South Park has progressively gotten better. And that's like culminated in last season. Um, this game has been fantastic. And if I'm following that same... like I 
kind of stuck that in the timeline. I'm looking at how good this game is, and I'm like putting Fractured Butthole at the same like level that I expect that last season to be, and I am like ridiculously excited for that game. Because well, that's the thing is that in recent years they've actually made it continuous. Yes. Instead of it being just moments in time that sometimes reference each other, it's now been continuous, and that's yeah, what's well, great I, about this I game think, is it's a full season. I think that it, um, South Park does have a, a continuity that they mostly respect. Oh, for but, sure. Uh, but, but it's but, been but, episode to yeah, episode it, in the last couple years have okay, been just cool. completely one leads into another, yes. and they're constantly referencing everything throughout the whole year. Yeah, the whole season the is a storyline. Yeah, I, like, okay, it, that, it, I have not seen new, enough of it. brand new Which, in terms of how they're doing that. But it, the PC it, principal season is literally – it is one big episode that they broke up into commercial breaks that happened to be a full episode. And by the way, if someone is listening to this and doesn't really watch South Park or like South Park but has fallen out and is interested in this game, watch the Game of Thrones episodes Yeah, uh, that they did first. I think those were the, the last couple that I remember seeing. And yeah. then after that, it was just occasional occasional ones over the years. Which So that's because, like 2012-ish, maybe? Yeah, that's a, that sounds about that's right. Around when I stopped, that's around when I stopped watching it, religiously. No, 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 it can't be 2012. Um, that would have been like 2014. Okay. No, 2013, whatever. Okay. I, it, I don't they, have, they, they it's true. I don't specifically have specifically with time. this. Um, those, mm-hmm. are, Chris is right though. That's a really good indicator of both like the story world that they're trying to live in with their game of mm-hmm. elves versus humans. Um, it also is a, I mean, if you don't know South Park humor, that's the humor that you're going to expect. Um, but I think even if you don't like South Park, I feel like this is still an enjoyable game. As long as you're willing to deal with vulgar type of humor. Yeah. Um, uh, and if and if you don't like if you don't like very easy games, if then this might not be the most fun time for you because it is it is easy. Like we said, we've we've maybe each died once and usually outside of being underleveled, the only way you die is by being really careless. Yeah, it's your fault. Uh, you absolutely yeah, screwed is. up. You should have not made that stupid decision. Yeah, so if you have a pet and your pet starts, you know, trying to get you to say hi to it and pay attention to it, you might lose a battle because that sure. so much you need more to pay dirty attention. than it was supposed to. Well, I, the only battle I lost was. <laughs> okay, wow, okay. Sorry. Right, well, the, the only uh, battle I lost was because I was under leveled, which I, I know I mentioned before. Stupid decision. But... Yeah. Stupid decision. <laughs> And, and, and also, like, the game lets you use a healing item and a, and make an attack in the same turn. Right. Because mm-hmm. you, using a healing item is considered, like, a free action. So there's... The, the game really sets you... To, yeah, it sets you up to succeed. There's items everywhere. I constantly have the issue that I max out on items when I try to pick stuff up. Oh, for sure. Like, just random tweak coffee uh, cups and stuff like that. Tweak coffee. Homemade. It's really, really. I love good. that it's actually meth. That it's, made me so happy. It's so good. And yeah, um, and you have to and you have to bring coffee and cigarettes and dress up as a goth to recruit the goths to your team. <laughs> that is a phenomenal sequence. And again, so self-aware. Like, don't you're you're not a conformist, so you have to conform. And it's like, all right. It's like this doesn't make sense, but okay. <laughs> so fantastic. So it's good. Logical. Uh. I mean, is there anything else to talk about for this game right now without um, me spoiling your future? Uh, oh, without without spoiling Josh's future? Because yeah. I, want, I wanted to talk about the Underpants Gnomes battle. 
Oh, let's do it. Sorry, guys. You guys can go ahead. It's fine. Okay. All right. Just just to set the scene, um, you uh you find you catch some underpants gnomes stealing your underpants in the in the middle of the night between day two and day three, right? Oh and shit! So, he's awake. What should we do? <laughs> yeah, but yes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so um, you fight them, and because they're tiny and you're huge, you defeat them instantly. So they're like, "Oh no, this guy's too strong!" So they shrink you, and you fight a, a battle where you're the same size as them, and you you still win. But uh, now you're on their level, so they escape, and you can't unshrink yourself. So you f- chase after them in the you know in the space between the walls of your house, and uh. And to to chase down the gnomes so you can unshrink yourself, and you walk into your parents' room on their on their dresser, and you see them having explicit sex in the background. In the background, it is. <laughs> uh, and and there's yeah, you you see uh, you see genitals and swinging boobs and shape position changes. They are it is explicit cartoon sex. So and a lot kid- of and a lot of South Park yelling like the oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> So you continue chasing the gnomes and end up fighting the last gnome on the bed with your parents still in the background, except now they're giant-sized, <laughs> having sex near you. And periodically, may- maybe every other turn or so, uh, you have to you have to dodge your dad's swinging nutsack or your mom's swinging breasts, and it, with quick time events. Oh god. Uh, and and but so does the other gnome, the gnome that you're fighting. So sometimes the gnome gets knocked aside by your dad's balls or something. Yeah, it's, takes it, damage. It's, wow. <laughs> like I I could not I, All right, you no no amount of preparation could have prepared me for that scene. I was I was la- I was laughing yeah. so hard. I I missed a quick time event and had to spend a turn healing and getting and getting back up to speed because my dad's ball sack yeah, I, sma- smacked me to the side. <laughs> I, I, I did not think they were going to do that. I mean, I didn't even... That was one thing that thankfully wasn't... I, I had no idea was coming. And, you know, there are moments early in the game when you're searching, like, I don't know if you guys had this happen when you were exploring the town in those first few minutes or first half hour or whatnot, but you can open doors to houses, and you'll happen upon random things. Like naked sometimes there'll be a naked lady. Somebody exactly. jerking it. Yeah. So there's, uh, you know, there's goofy, ha ha ha, nudity moments like that. But, yeah, but not when like you this. enter the room and you see what's going on, I remember my first thought was, no way, no way, I'm gonna have to go over there. No way they're gonna make <laughs> me go over there. They're not gonna do that. Why would they do that? There's no reason why they would make me do that. And then bit by bit, you're getting closer to the bed, and I was just like, oh no, <laughs> no, this is gonna happen. And it oh, culminates yeah. into fighting a battle while you're on your parents' bed while they're having Dodging sex. A hairy and, 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 sack. and they don't know that they don't know you're there at all. It's like, oh, as far as they know, you so you are uh, man. <laughs> so this good. game. This fucking game. That's like you have to dodge a hairy nutsack. What game makes you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I love it so much. Oh, and now everyone knows how immature we are, and I love it. Uh, yeah, it's it's the best. It's the absolute best. I will be tearful if the last day is not as good as the first two. No, there's great stuff in the last Just, day. It'll crush me. There's been too many of these podcasts that I come in loving the game and I get to the second episode. Oh, for episode one, yeah. <laughs> You're like, guys, I actually like this. This, this will ruin two. me. What happened to my love? Oh, <laughs> and the school battle. A butt off with Cartman. 
Oh yeah, the, the, yeah cool. the final fight against against Cartman. If you choose the Kyle side, I don't I don't know how it works. If you choose the if you choose Cartman's side, is you have to mash X to like to have your farts over your burning farts overpower Cartman's burning farts. It's Harry and, Potter, but with assholes. Oh man, <laughs> with assholes. So so yeah. So yeah, listeners, I'm sure after hearing us talk about this for an hour and 15 minutes, you are either <laughs> you are either just as eager to play this game more, as I am or have already shut off the podcast because we're we're gross and this game is gross and delightful. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So just just the bestest. It really is. Um I really really Really, extremely look forward to hearing some of your guys' favorite moments of this. Um, as you can tell, <laughs> we absolutely love it. Um, there's so uh, much good stuff that we haven't talked about. Um, so please go onto the boards, send us an email um, at retro at rpgfan.com. You can hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to hear what you guys thought. <laughs> um, I, I have a feeling like the three of us will be talking about this long after this episode ends. And oh, yeah. Whenever we run into each other, so it's been fantastic. Um, I think we are gonna end it here. Um, All right. But I. Uh, sure. Uh, what else? Um. Oh, so after we're done with South Park, uh, we're gonna change gears massively. Um. <laughs> and we're what? gonna be playing through. Well, uh, huh? Well, I mean, <laughs> picking literally almost any RPG after playing this is changing gears massively. <laughs> I feel like it needs to be stated. I don't know. Okay, sure, sure. No, no, you're not. You're not wrong. I mean, what if what if this was the first podcast and they expect that this is what it's always like? You know, you gotta you gotta throw out that hey, sometimes they're not flapping titties. So we're gonna be playing a faux world war next time. Yeah. So in August we're gonna be covering Valkyria Chronicles, um, which I'm ridiculously excited for. I I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast before. My PS3 broke. And, no. Yeah, and that was one of the games I was working on when it broke. So it'll be nice to finally actually go back and get much, much farther than that because I, I enjoyed what I had played of it. Yeah. So super fun. Yeah. And the remaster is really good. Yeah, and that's why I'll have to go through on the remaster because that's the only my PC can't handle that. Well, my PC can't handle it because it's a Mac. So <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. But yeah, that is going to do it for us here. <laughs> At retro, um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I really hope that those of you who have not played it go out and seek this game out. I' willing to bet that you really will enjoy it as much as we did. So it is a delight. Do it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, until next time, save up time so that you can listen to more fart jokes from us. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. There once was a maiden from Stoneberry Hollow. She didn't talk much, but boy, did she swallow. I have a nice lamp that she sat upon. The maiden from Stoneberry, who is also your mom.